Welcome to the broadcast. Hey, Kim. Hey, Natalie. How are you? I don't know. You got the sultry voice going on. Not today, on purpose. Girl. I think it's Give the weather. <laughs> the weather. Yeah. Your, your beloved hot weather is fine. I like fall. I'm just not a fan of winter. I'm way too Mediterranean for that. Yeah, I know. It's not working for Don't me. Don't worry, we're still we're still clinging to the last vestiges of summer. Oh yeah. yeah. So how are thanks you? climate change. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's a whole other podcast. You know? <laughs> how are you? I'm great. I'm really excited. I know about our guest today. I know. Yeah. But I was kind of hoping we were going to get food. I know. Oh, we'll talk about that. We'll, we'll I mean, delve it, into it's, this. It's fine. It doesn't hurt at all. It's fine. But let's do our housekeeping first because we have to thank some people. That was the we... Italian Catholic guilt coming out. <laughs> right. I don't think well, it really worked, but it's fine. To speak, you're already guilting us. <laughs> Very nice. We told us it was a safe space, family. <laughs> so anyway, um, for those who don't know, you can follow us on Twitter at BroadcastPGH. You can find us on Facebook at the broadcast underscore PGH. We've been a little neglecty of the socials lately I know. we want to hate us. But we're, yeah, we're, we're going to get back on we it. We promise to be more social friendly mm-hmm. coming up. Um, Instagram at the broadcast underscore PGH. Our website is broadcast-podcast.com. We can find all of our past episodes. And there's some all good the amazing ones. women. Yeah. Mm. I look at every so often. I'm like, man. I know. I love this. Um, we have a um, Patreon page with several very generous patrons, some who prefer not to be thanked on the air, but we appreciate you anyway. Um, some people who do want to be thanked on the air, who don't mind. And we like to thank them. Um, Teresa Kaufman, Bobby Cherry, and Mary McKinney Flaherty are really generous uh, patrons who support us, support the podcast. So thank you so much. And thank you to everyone who supports the podcast on Patreon. It really, it helps us defray some yeah. of our, some of our costs because, you know, we want to put out a quality podcast mm-hmm. and so we want to put the resources where, where they're needed. If you'd like to join them and support the show, we would love that. Visit our Patreon page and join the other awesome patrons at patreon.com slash broadcast PGH. If you'd like to sponsor or otherwise partner with us, we are open to ideas, to suggestions. We'd love to hear from you. Drop us a line at broadcastpgh at gmail.com. And today's episode, I'm really excited that I we know, have a sponsor, I so I can that. just yeah. do this. Today's episode is made possible by the generous support Charon Law Offices, located in the heart of downtown Pittsburgh. Steve Charon and his team work with startup companies offering a full range of legal services. No matter what stage your startup is in, the team at Charon Law Offices can help you. From structuring to developing stock option plans to assisting with fundraising arrangements, Charon Law Offices can guide you through the process. For more info, email Steve at Charon, C-H-E-R-I-N, lawoffices.com, or you can call 412-880-5633, and you can visit their website at charonlawoffices.com. From startup to exit and everything in between. That's a great slogan. I like yeah, that. Yeah, it's really good. Well, I have to say, I was I was just guilting her for fun because I'm so excited. <laughs> we are so excited to have Andrea <laughs> Robinson here, and she is the owner of the newly opened Sugar and Smoke. This is a Southern cuisine-style restaurant yes. in the heart of Bloomfield, and you're in the old Dell space. And I say that because as Pittsburghers, we're very we landmark. Yes. Yeah. So, yes. so for people, you know, you knew where Dell's was. Well, now it's turned into a fabulous you know, uh, Southern Cuisine Restaurant, Sugar and Smoke. So we are yeah. so happy to have you here. And I wish we had our applause group yes. track. Oh, we could just thank you for having me. <laughs> so what made you want to open a Southern Cuisine Restaurant sort of in the heart of Little Italy? Well, you know what? Uh, so this goes back years ago. This has been a journey for me for years. Me and my mm. daughter, Morgan, you know, we're Pittsburgh natives, mm-hmm. but we actually had a uh, we were fortunate enough to live in Houston, Texas, mm-hmm. and we were fortunate enough to try a lot of the the 
fresh foods, the fresh seafoods, the Creole, the spices, mm. and everything that the South has to offer. And we spend quite a bit of our time in Charleston, South Carolina as well. Oh, I love Charleston. Oh, I love Charleston. Great food scene. Yes, yeah. yes. Mm-hmm. The waterway downtown. I, it just, uh, the food there is fantastic. But more importantly, living in Texas and visiting Charleston and some of these other places with the Southern hospitality mm. that we got to experience, yeah. that I fell in love with, you know, the Southern gentlemen opening the doors for you, the yes ma'ams, the all the mannerisms that accompanied the food mm-hmm. me and my daughter fell in love with. So we were literally exploring restaurants like, you know, every weekend, um, mm-hmm. something new. And we really wanted to bring some of that hospitality mm-hmm. and some of those dishes back here to Pittsburgh, which is our home. So we started this journey together, you know. That's awesome. How old is your daughter? She's six. <laughs> That's amazing. So she's like your little mini-me. She is. She's the boss. Uh-huh. I know you said I'm the owner, but really it's her. <laughs> she's the creative side. She's the boss. I'm just the cash flow. <laughs> um, but I, you know, I, I love her and I'm glad she's a part of it. But um, yeah, we, we selected the Dells building after looking at many different places mm-hmm. in many different uh, parts of Pittsburgh because it just, we walked in and it spoke to us, you mm-hmm. know, and I'm a huge I love history and, yeah. and architecture, mm-hmm. and um, to find that gem, you know, was, was amazing. So, yeah. yeah. So, what brought you back to Pittsburgh? Was it specifically to open this restaurant, or what made you leave Texas? Um, so, it was both. It mm-hmm. was to specifically open this restaurant, which we started this journey a few years ago, exploring that and getting ready for it. Uh, but also, my daughter, most of my family is in front from Pittsburgh. Okay. And I really wanted her to have that solid foundation mm-hmm. and really have a close connection with all of her cousins because I have, you know, I have seven siblings. Oh my gosh. Big family. <gasps> yes. I have what, 10, 11 nieces and nephews so far wow. and counting. So I really wanted her to have what I experienced in the South was family, love, mm-hmm. yeah. hospitality. So I really wanted her to have that foundation. So we decided to move back to Pittsburgh and uh, go on this journey of opening Sugar and Smoke. So we were talking a little bit before we got started recording mm-hmm. about, we, and we were trying to think of other black women-owned restaurants in yeah. Pittsburgh. And it's you're one of very few. It's only mm-hmm. a handful that we could really think of. So what do you feel that like sense of, you know, you're sort of forging a little bit of a path. You're, you're sort of a pioneer in a way. I... Well, um, I don't know if I'm the pioneer. Sure. There have been plenty of great black women who've opened restaurants before me, mm-hmm. uh, Carmine being one and several others. Yeah. Uh, but I do think that quite possibly I might be the youngest, yeah. um, just 31 years old and starting this journey by myself yeah. mm-hmm. uh, with no no partners, uh, just me, my, my daughter, who's my silent partner. <laughs> um, you know, Probably just, not that silent. Yeah, no, <laughs> not, not at all. Not at all. You know, just really starting this journey on my own, mm-hmm. uh, by myself, uh, with my team and the support of my team, of course. Um, but, you know, I may be the youngest and yeah. I'm not sure we'll have to you know do a little bit more research yeah. on it, but I definitely want to be a um, inspiration for younger women, yeah. younger black women, women in general to say that, you know, you, you know, you can do it. Yeah. Uh, success is on the other side of fear. Mm. And if True. you have a dream, don't let somebody else's fear stop you from achieving your dream. Yeah. Because when you open so. a restaurant, everyone tells you, oh, restaurants fail oh, within no. a year. No, and yeah. Why? It's a risky. So how do you? How do you saturation push? of yes, restaurants. Right. They fail. Yeah. Uh, you know, I've, I've heard it all. But at the end of the day, 
one, people love to eat. They're always going to yeah. love to yep. eat. They're always going to yep. want to go out to eat. They're always going to want to spend time with their families and celebrate around good food. Yeah. So you're always going to have that. Um, and uh, the other thing is if it's a dream of yours and you're passionate about it and you love it, doing it every day, despite the risk factors involved, will, you know, it's worth it. Yeah. So yeah. how did the name Sugar and Smoke come about? Because oh, I love the name. Thank yeah. you. So my daughter, uh, her nickname is Sugar Pie. Aww. So I call her my Sugar Pie. <laughs> uh, so that's kind of how it evolved. You know, she's the sugar <laughs> and Sugar and Smoke. And then it also played off of some of our dishes. Um, mm-hmm. So we have a lot of uh, uh, sweet drinks and, and sugar around the rim that we're going to mm-hmm. have that we introduce, like our raspberry martini. Uh, but we also uh, we ha- we smoke a lot of meats in house, mm-hmm. uh, mm-hmm. brisket with the Alabama white sauce. Uh, so the sugar and the smoke, and we also smoke some drinks too. So if you ever come visit us on a uh, you know on a on a weekend or a Saturday when we have a lot of festivities going on, you'll see some of our fiery smoky drinks too. Yeah. So that's the sugar and the smoke, but the sugar really is. My Morgan, my uh, sugar pie. <laughs> so, how has it been in that that neighborhood of Bloomfield? Like Natalie referenced, it's there's it's kind of got a, a tradition yeah. of being like an Italian American neighborhood. There's a lot of sort of identity, but it's shifting a little. It bit It is there. shifting yeah. for sure. I yeah. think it's a smart time to move in Definitely. if you're going to be doing something different. How have Absolutely. you felt like been well received in the neighborhood? Do you feel like yeah, you've so, been really welcome? So every year, me and my daughter attend little Italy days. We're yeah. patrons every year, yeah. so you know we love to go to visit Angelo's and some mm-hmm. of the other places in the mm-hmm. area. I mean, we eat baby loves tacos like twice a week. <laughs> Um, so the, the neighborhood has been very welcoming, mm-hmm. uh, Bloomfield Association and several other groups have been very welcoming yeah. neighbors walking by. They've, they come in and I'm there and they'll say, hi, we've been anticipating you. So it's been very warm, very welcoming. But again, like you mentioned, Bloomfield is very, um, uh, transient I, it's yeah. moving in in a different direction and we still want to keep the the italian feel that it has obviously i love italian food i love a pasta so mm-hmm. we in no way shape or form want to take from that sure. we just want to be an addition to bloomfield and and you have several other you know from mexican food to thai food mm-hmm. italian japanese sure. so so it's it's moving in a different direction and like you said we we want to be a part of that growth and and uh the development in the area. So, how did you get started in the culinary arts? Were you always in the kitchen, or was this something that came to you later in life? Did you go to school for this? I did not go to school. I'm not culinary trained, but I have seven siblings, <laughs> um, and I'm the second eldest of the family. So i I spent a lot of time uh, in the kitchen cooking. Um, mm-hmm. My my mom, a stay at home mom, she had to cook, and I just watched her. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, literally prepare dishes for everybody because everybody ate something different. You have me, Gosh. picky, no pork, no beef. <laughs> you have my my brother who doesn't like sauce on anything, just plain. <laughs> um, my dad likes his meals a certain way. I know. So just watching my mom and her having me in the kitchen at a young age. Mm-hmm. Um, and then as I got older, I fell in love with food. I fell in love with cooking. I hate cleaning, but I love <laughs> cooking. And um, so I, I, I love hosting my family and friends at my house and I'll do a full spread for them. Mm. I'll, I'll do seafood broils for them. I have massive pots in my home and, and we'll do a seafood boil. We'll cook out on the grill and I'm always the one uh, doing a good bit of the cooking for my large family. So uh, the sweet potato pie is my specialty. So mm. we're coming up on Thanksgiving time where I have to get all my ingredients together and I'll make 20, 30 pies for my family and they'll all come pick, pick them up. And yeah, so it's going to be, a, it's going to be a fight. When wow. those pies start, you know, I start making those pies. Yeah. So did you, did you go to school for something else or did you just go straight into, I'm going to be an entrepreneur and kind of went down that road? Uh, no. So I, um, 
So I graduated from Edinburgh University. Um, I got uh, my bachelor's degree in marketing. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then by the time I was 22 years old, I had an MBA in international business. I I said, I want to be in business. I want to travel the Mm -hmm. world. Um, So I went into chemical manufacturing. Um, So I'm in the chemical manufacturing arena by trade. And I did that for almost a decade. And that was fun. And that was interesting. And it took me a lot of places all around the United States and out of the country as well. So I was fortunate enough to do that. But food is always my heart and my mm-hmm. passion as well. So, yeah. That's really cool. Like, I'm looking at her. She's so young. And she's done. <laughs> she's had like all two and careers already. <laughs> you know, now she's going to launch. She's I know. I'm so thrilled about it, though. Yeah, it's I really know. exciting. So these can, are the folks that we need. Like Pittsburgh needs people yes. who are so motivated and passionate. And really. have just that vision to want to do something yeah, and create something yeah. positive in a community. Yeah. So can you talk us a talk a little bit about some of the dishes that you're going to be serving. Yes. And I know you're also vegan friendly, which I'm really excited about. Yes, so we you do could have share some, some of that too. Absolutely. So uh, one of our signature dishes is actually the brisket. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have a signature sauce that comes with it. It's an Alabama white sauce and you can't get it anywhere else. Um, What's but, an Alabama yeah, white sauce? Yeah, I've never so heard it's of that a, it's, Instead of it being a red sauce, it's a white sauce. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's more of a... Um, it's a white white sauce. It's a horseradishy base okay. and some other specialty ingredients that we put in, in it. She's like, I'm not telling you. <laughs> She's like, just come right. and try it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I do love horseradish, so it sounds yes, good already. It has a little, has a little bit of a kick, so, it, but yeah. it's not, yeah. So it's not the red traditional red sauce that you would get. You know, you would get a, a, a smoky red sauce or a yeah. sweet red sauce. This is a complete Alabama white sauce, and uh, it's fantastic. So, And really, you can put it on anything. I had a guy come in, and he dipped a pulled pork sandwich in the Alabama white and he was like oh my god this is so good so it's mm. uh, something you can eat with with a lot of different things mm-hmm. uh, and then we have our crash ca- uh, our crab cake hush puppies which we can also make in a vegan friendly mm-hmm. uh, uh, dish as well um, we have our um, shrimp and grits uh, which are, have a little bit of kick as well they're spicy I see you bite your lips <laughs> Kim's like I'm going there yes, right after this yes I'm starving I'm on this like protein diet so I have protein popcorn like I was telling you before so I am going to head to the Just restaurant after this yeah. I know <laughs> Protein popcorn. Uh, no, I need some shrimp and grits. So the shrimp and grits, you know, it's a little spicy, has a little mm-hmm. bit of kick to it. You can have the ch- the grits cheddary or cheesy, whatever you prefer. Uh, we have our she crab bisque, which is fantastic. Um, we use the she crab because it's a it's a sweeter mm-hmm. uh, crab. Mm-hmm. So that you mix it up with the sherry wine and some cream and yeah. Wow. Sounds amazing. Yeah. Gosh, I'm starving. Well, <laughs> Kim's like, can we just end this now and all yes, go eat? Can we all go to the restaurant now? I'm starving. I, I had protein popcorn today. <laughs> I was saying before, like, we're going to have to do, at some point we have to do a bash where we invite all the women who've been on yes. the show and, like, oh, have some of the that. chefs come mm-hmm. and bring us food. Mm-hmm. And I feel like we are missing the boat when we invite people like her on. So if you just want to bring a sample. Yes. <laughs> yes, please. You know? uh, yes, bring samples. Oh, yeah. my goodness. <laughs> just so we can be authentic when we interview you, we know what we're talking about. Yes. I'm curious, you know, going at this alone, being a young woman yeah. and doing that by yourself, was the process challenging? How did you learn what to do to just open 
the restaurant because that that's a huge undertaking. I mean, Absolutely. people go into restaurant spaces, especially spaces as big as Dell's, with sometimes two, three, four partners. Yes. Why did you want to do this alone? And how did you make that happen for yourself, for the young women out there that are listening that want to also go out on their own? So this isn't something that just woke up and said, mm-hmm. let's do it. And yeah. I'm opening it in, in two months. You know, this is something I've been thinking about for the last three years mm-hmm. um, doing. And, you know, just really listening, educating myself traveling, watching, you know, mm-hmm. I would watch and see, okay, what do customers like? Why did they come back? Why would I come back? How would I want to feel when I enter into a restaurant? You know, um, and just really listening, watching, um, self-teaching myself, surrounding myself with people who had been in the industry before, always getting feedback and input from them. And the way that I operate rate my team today, um, uh, you know, I really, it's a collaborative effort. Mm. You know, I think that it's important to surround your people, yourself with people who are, have been in the industry, who, who have your best interests at heart. Mm. Like my team is so supportive of me. There's this 31 year old girl who's young and they've been in the industry 10 plus years mm-hmm. each and they have that experience and you know, how, well, how were they going to receive me? And they were very receptive, very mm-hmm. supportive. And you put people in place who have your best interests at heart, but who are experienced as well. Mm-hmm. And you learn from them and you listen and you be open-minded to, to some suggestions. Um, at the end of the day, you're, you're, you're still the boss, but yeah. you don't, you know, I try not to run it like that. I try yeah. not to run it in a dictatorship way. Mm-hmm. Um, and I really just try to rely on um, feedback from customers and my team in order to to improve. So, um, but I thought it was good for me to go in this alone with my daughter so that she knows and has appreciation for hard work. Yes. You know, I, um, you know, some things are not easy and it's not going to be easy. And I don't want to have that, give her that false sense that things are going to be easy. So, uh, you know, just like with me in chemical manufacturing, that's not what I majored in in school, yeah. but that's what the career I ended up in because I self-taught myself. Mm-hmm. I learned, I listened, I surrounded myself with the people who could give me guidance and, and just be very open-minded. So it's the same thing with this concept. Yeah. So what yeah. a great role model you're providing. Oh for my gosh, Thank absolutely. You. Just to see her mom tackling the world like that yeah. is going to be really it's going to really capture, I think, a lot for her yeah. and give her that impression of, well, I can do whatever my dream is because yeah. my mom did it and I saw the struggle and I saw how hard it was, but she did it, yeah. you know, yeah. and I think that's really invaluable to teach young women Absolutely. and young girls. Absolutely. So um, can you talk a little bit about, well, first of all, when did you open and what has the response been like from your customers? Yay. So we opened uh, September 15th was our official grand opening. Congratulations. Thank you. So we're just, I still haven't taken that breath like I've done it yet. I haven't had that moment because I'm still, I'm always constantly trying to work to improve. There's still work Mm -hmm. that needs to be done to to improve and, and, and get our staff properly you know, comfortable. But I think the uh, people have been receiving it very well. We've had uh, great reviews, great feedback from a lot of our customers. I had one lady come up to me last week and she's like, do you know this is my third time here this week? And I was like, I know this is your third time here this week. (laughs) So, and it's been several people like that who are like, oh my God, it was so good. I have to come back. I'm coming back every day. My third time, Uh, you know, Josh at Flower Printing up the street, he's been like four or five times already. So thank you, Josh. I mean, so the, it's been very well received, but I 
do appreciate the feedback. I'm there uh, mostly every day yeah. talking, you know, engaging with, with customers just to get their feedback. I want mm -hmm. them to be happy when they come in. Yeah. We've created a space where they're comfortable. I think we captured that and having a little bit of comfort and elegance mixed into mm -hmm. one to bring really that, that homey type feel and Southern mm -hmm. comfort feel. But we want to make sure that we're, 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 we're getting all the right pieces in place from a customer's perspective to give you the total experience. Yeah. So we're always open ears. One thing is I, I've covered a lot of businesses and a lot of entrepreneurs sort of in just sort of the work that I've done. And a lot of them, they, there seems to always be something as in the process that you didn't expect or that really surprised you, but really, you know, made you kind of help you come together, get your idea together really well. Like what was, is there, was there something in this process as you were getting the restaurant ready to open that you were like, I didn't expect that or it surprised you? Like, I'm She's like more than one thing. Yes. Everything. Yeah. <laughs> so grand opening day with nothing like I planned. Yeah. Um, so you can plan and plan months and years. It's never, ever yeah. going to go the way you planned. And I, I won't mention the guy's name, but he's a guy, he's been in the industry for 30 years mm -hmm. and he, he after I opened the next day he called me he said I purposefully didn't tell you what you needed to plan for because I wanted you <laughs> to experience yeah. it he said did this mm. go wrong I said yeah that he's like yeah he's like I knew it yeah. I went through it he said I've been in it this 30 years and that always happens no matter mm. what you do you can't plan for it but I wanted you to see for yourself and now you, you you're at a good place because yeah. you felt it you got to experience mm. it and you know what needs to be done yeah. from that point on so I really appreciated that learning curve yeah. from him and that that kind of lesson but uh, I think that you know every this whole process has been an experience for me because this is not, this is something that's new for me completely. Mm -hmm. So everything is okay. I could have done that differently. Next time I know this, I can change this. I can tweak, but everything, there's not been one thing that I haven't learned from this or taken away from this because this whole experience from beginning to end has been, you know, a learning curve for me. Yeah. So. so are you actually cooking as well or do you have chefs working with you or how does that work? Did you have to teach them these recipes or? Yeah. So I have mm -hmm. chefs working with me. We sat down, we developed a menu. Uh, I introduced some things that I really wanted on the menu, things that I've experienced in the mm -hmm. South that I thought customers would love and mm -hmm. be receptive to. Um, and then we just spent several months, um, you know, uh, de designing the dishes, plating the dishes, having several people come in to test the dishes mm -hmm. from our friends or families, local people in the neighborhood. We also had a media event where we had uh, the media come out mm -hmm. and try some of our dishes. Uh, Little Italy Days, we participated in that just to see how things would be received in the community. Uh, so it was based upon that. It was some initial thought based upon you know, what the Southern cuisine we wanted to introduce. And then I hired a few chefs to help um, to make that those dishes come to life. Mm -hmm. So so some of my ingredients you'll see are in the kitchen, like the greens, yeah. um, um, some of those dishes. Um, and one, the baked mac and cheese is one uh, one of my ingredients that we'll be introducing uh, into the kitchen as well, slowly but surely. Yeah. So, yeah, so it was a team effort. You mentioned or you sort of referenced earlier a question I was going to ask you about, you know, the idea that Pittsburgh has become oversaturated with restaurants. I mean, to mm -hmm. me, I feel like the more, the merrier, yes. the more mm -hmm. yes. we need more, the yes. So how do you, what do you say to people who say, oh, opening a restaurant, oversaturated, too many, like, what, I mean, what's your response to that? I, I don't have a response to that. <laughs> Good. <laughs> mm -hmm, I really mm -hmm. don't. Yeah, I, I saw some, some, you know, when we were opening, I, I did see a gentleman post something about that, saying Pittsburgh was saturated, overly saturated with restaurants, and I, I honestly don't, get don't that at think all. so. I don't either. Mm -hmm. but oh my God, have you been to Houston? Right? Right. 
or even Dallas, even Charleston, which is a smaller city. And I think, you know, you, I think the more, more is more is more in this sense too, where when you have more restaurants, it kind of encourages people to think about going out more. If you You don't have any options, you're going to stay at home. I'm 31 and you you can't get me out of my house. I'd rather stay home and cook my, for myself. So how do you get me out of the house? Good food. Exactly. Good food, good atmosphere. Mm -hmm. That's what we aim. That's what the aim of Sugar and Smoke is. Mm -hmm. Good food, good atmosphere. We want you to feel like you're at home when you're with us. We Mm -hmm. want that comfort. That's how you get people like me out of the house. So I think that, you know, there's, there, you you never have enough. Mm -hmm. Uh, People will get bored if they keep Mm -hmm. going to the same places over and over again. Um, The wave of food is so innovative now. It's ridiculous. You go to some places in, 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 you know, South Florida and the the food is fantastic. The concepts are fantastic. So it's, it's a, it's, I think that it's food is fun and Mm -hmm. we need to continue to make food fun. And uh, that's what gets people out of the house. Yeah. And I think that sort of scarcity versus abundance mentality too. When you, when you're thinking in a space, like that, you know, it's negative. So you got to think right. abundantly. And mm-hmm. I think, you know, then you'll see there's so many great right. things mm-hmm. around you. So what, when it comes to sustainability or locally sourcing your foods, or what are your thoughts on the industry and how it's approaching food production? And what do you strive to do? Or what is your hope for sugar and smoke? My whole, so what we do today, uh, a lot of our ingredients, uh, we do source locally. Mm-hmm. In fact, the wood that we use, the hickory wood that we smoke our meats on, mm-hmm. it's sourced locally. Wow. Uh, and I, in, in, in the gentleman, he's, you know, his name is Vince. He's like, come up and the, take a, take a tour of the, of the hickory farm. You know, so stuff like that, you don't get that. We took a tour of our cheese farm. Our cheese is, we get our cheese locally. Mm. Uh, So we were able to take a tour of the, where we get our cheese and go through the cheese farm. (laughs) Um, So it's to to have that personal touch and know where your wood's coming, your cheese is coming, your poultry. Mm. I mean, who gets to say they get to walk through their poultry shops to Mm -hmm. to pick out your meats, to touch it, feel it, grab it, select it, Mm -hmm. select the quality of it. Those are things that we get to do. So, you know, there's some things that unfortunately we have to source. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's just the nature of the business, but we try as much as possible to source locally and to have those relationships locally. It's important for the uh, economy here in Pittsburgh and Mm -hmm. it's important for our business and our relationships. Um, So, yeah. You mentioned earlier how good food and good atmosphere. What's Mm -hmm. in your mind? What's good atmosphere? I mean, like, what do you want the takeaway for people to come in? Uh, before they even like open the menu, what do you want the, the impression for you to come in? Comfortable. Like as soon as you walk in, I want you to feel warm. Mm-hmm. I want you to feel warmth. I want warmth to, so when you walk into our entrance, you'll see the champagne colors. Uh, you'll see cotton knit, which is a cream, light creamy. It's not white to where it's like, Oh, but it's like yeah. real creamy. The champagnes, the brick, we even took the brick and, and, and added some, some, Fall type colors to the mm-hmm. brick just to give you that warm comfort. So I want you to feel warm when you first walk in. I want you to be greeted so you know so that you you feel welcome. You yeah. like you know the person who's talking to you, you know him or you've known him or her for years, and she's welcoming you or he's welcoming you. So I just really want you to have that total comfort experience. I want you to to feel like you can stay here all night. I want you smiling and happy and warm and comfortable. I don't want you to feel cold. Yeah. I don't want you to feel like you're, no offense, like in a sports bar, right. cold, that cold. I want you to feel like you're at home. Yeah. You know, because yeah. if you're at, if you feel like you're at home, you're more likely to come out again and 
not stay at home, yeah. <laughs> but enjoy Come us. to your home. But, right. but really, we, we just want an atmosphere of unity. We yeah. want an atmosphere mm-hmm. of unity, togetherness, diversity. If you come to Sugar and Smoke, you'll see on our walls uh, that uh, Ime Alaquiva, he yeah. curated some of the photography and the artistry that's on our walls, mm-hmm. and it's very unified. It's very community uh, to let everybody know that everyone is welcome at Sugar and Smoke. That's really part of I the Southern that. comfort, Southern yeah. hospitality, isn't it? Yeah. Like it's feeling welcome and, and when, as soon as you walk in the door, mm-hmm. yeah. So do you have any future plans? Do you think, you know, down the road, would you ever open something else? Possibly. That's, um, a, that's a yes. <laughs> that's a definite that's yes. That's a yes. A grin on her face mm-hmm. right there. Because yeah. I'm like, this this yeah. woman. She has plans. She has plans. Yeah, this is not a one and done situation yeah. here. Nope. Yeah, I this think, is a test run. Yeah, yeah. I think I think that I think that sugar and smoke will be around for a while. Mm-hmm. I, I truly believe that. Um, you know, I I talking to my daughter, we bounce ideas off each other all the time, and there's some things that I that she brought up to me that I think would be really great um, in Pittsburgh and surrounding areas. So I, you know, I'm always open to a new venture, but we really want to focus on sugar and smoke and making mm-hmm. sure that we have. Uh, our foundation set mm-hmm. here in Pittsburgh right. and, and with Sugar and Smoke and uh, that we have customers who are happy with the quality that we're putting out. Yeah. So Her daughter's going to open her own restaurant. That's what I'm thinking. Right? She's creating a little she's mogul going, in the making. Oh, I love she's it. She's like, can I drop out of school? Can I drop out of first grade? She's, like, <laughs> she's in the kitchen. She's serving. She's greeting people. I she's love Oh, it. my gosh. She's an all-around entrepreneur in the making. She's funny. Well, we so. can't wait to come and not only see yes. you, but also your daughter as well and a try, of course the amazing food. I'm really excited about it. And we're so happy that you were able to swing by thank and we know you. you're super busy and you have to get back to the restaurant, but yes, thank you for taking yes. some time. We'll have yeah. to bring you guys out some food. Did we guilt her? Do you think? Yeah. I think, I think, I think we, did. we did. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. She got the message. <laughs> yeah. Well, thank you for having oh, me. It was so such a pleasure. Thank you to Sharon Law Offices for sponsoring the show today and to our guests for sharing her story. Absolutely. Thanks. The Broadcast Podcast is proud to be a member of the Sorgatron Media family. 